This is Leading Age Illinois E-News for the week of October 21st, 2019. To access our full stories and links, please visit our website at www.leadingageil.org. And now for our top stories. Now accepting Honoring Excellence nominations for 2020. Honoring Excellence is Leading Age Illinois' award program that recognizes individuals and organizations that put quality first, deliver excellence, and inspire others to do the same. Leading Age Illinois' organizational members are invited to submit nominations for the Leading Age Illinois Honoring Excellence Program. Nominations must be submitted online using an award program nomination form. There are separate nomination forms for each award. Click here to access the guidelines and nomination forms or visit our website, www.leadingageil.org. Nominations must be received by Leading Age Illinois no later than midnight on Friday, November 15, 2019. Announcement of the winners will be made in January. Award winners will receive their awards at the Leading Age Illinois Annual Meeting, March 17 through 19, 2020. Backed by popular demand, Leading Age Illinois will be offering a webinar subscription for 2020 for SNF and CCRC providers. Pay once, learn often. Leading Age Illinois is once again offering a webinar subscription program to its nursing home and CCRC slash LifePan community providers. For $695 per site, these Leading Age Illinois organizations will receive a subscription to an unlimited number of Leading Age Illinois webinars in the 2020 calendar year. The webinars will have an emphasis on regulations, legal, operations, and human resources issues. The subscription will include a guaranteed minimum of 10 different webinars. As a bonus, a link to webinar recordings will be emailed to subscribers whether or not the staff has participated in the live webinar. The webinar subscription is site-specific and applies only to Leading Age Illinois hosted webinars. Exclusions for some webinars may apply. The subscription includes a one phone line connection per site. For more information about our webinar subscription, click here. HFS releases provider notice regarding admission transaction submission guidelines. The Illinois Department of Healthcare and Family Services has posted a new provider notice regarding the admission transaction submission guidelines. Leading Age October Capitol Hill Insights member call. There is lots of action going on in Congress and Leading Age wants you to know the latest scoop on what is happening and how you can help accomplish an important legislative agenda in Congress. Join the Capitol Hill Insights Call on Thursday, October 24th at 1 p.m. During this call, you will hear from leading age experts on aging services policy and find out what will happen next in Congress. Topics to be discussed such as a deep dive on workforce issues, housing funding and policy updates, home health payment policy legislation, and nursing home regulatory relief. Minimum wage update. As you more than likely are aware, the Illinois minimum wage will increase on January 1st, 2020 from $8.25 per hour to $9.25 per hour. The minimum wage increase will go into effect for the first time since 2010 in Illinois. Increasing the minimum wage was something that Governor J.B. Pritzker campaigned on and has been a talking point of Democrats in the Illinois General Assembly for some time. According to data, 1.4 million of the 12.7 million Illinois workers 
currently make less than $15 per hour. The minimum wage law creates a tax credit for employers with 50 or fewer employees. Employers will be able to claim a tax credit for 25% of the cost in 2020, and the credit will scale back annually, then eventually phase out. Leading Age Illinois has met with several legislators and the leaders during the spring legislative session to explain the impact of the wage increase and how it would impact providers. As a result of many discussions, the state budget included $38.2 million to assist Medicaid providers with the first year minimum wage increase. $8 million of that was dedicated to skilled nursing. Further increases of the minimum wage will include $10 per hour on July 1, 2020, $11 per hour January 1, 2021, $12 per hour January 1, 2022, $13 per hour, January 1st, 2023, $14 per hour, January 1st, 2024, and finally $15 per hour, January 1st of 2025. In July, the minimum wage in Chicago went up to $13 per hour, while the Cook County wage increased to $12 per hour. Sophia King, Chicago City Council member from the 4th Ward, has introduced an ordinance called Raise Chicago recently that would raise the minimum wage in Chicago to $14 on July 1st, 2020, and then go up to $15 an hour on July 1st, 2021. The ordinance has the support of Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who, like Illinois Governor Pritzker, has campaigned on raising the minimum wage to $15 per hour. If you have any questions related to the minimum wage, contact Jason Speaks at jspeaks at leadingageil.org. Veto session dates set. The fall veto session dates take place October 28th through 30th and November 12th through 14th. Veto session is an annual six-day session of the Illinois General Assembly held each fall to reassess bills vetoed by the governor. There likely will be no assessments this fall as there is a supermajority in the ILGA. 74 are Democrats and 44 are Republicans in the Illinois House. While in the Senate, there are 40 Democrats and 19 Republicans. Leading Age Illinois will be at the Illinois State Capitol throughout veto session and keep members abreast of all activity. And now for the skilled nursing and post-acute section of eNews. CMS releases memo for FY2020 state performance standards systems guidance. On October 17, CMS announced actions to strengthen the state agency's survey performance. The initiative stems from an evaluation back in 2018 and has led to efforts to improve how the essay's performance is monitored and reviewed. Leading Age is analyzing the memo and steps CMS will move forward. In the analysis, Leading Age will review how the actions could affect nursing homes. On the latest CMS memos, CMS has released two memos in October. The first detailed the consumer alert icon, which Leading Age is actively addressing. Click here to send a message to CMS Administrator Seema Verma to help her stop the Consumer Action Alert icon. The second memo is all about quality measures on Nursing Home Compare. First, CMS announced the removal of two quality measures from Nursing Home Compare, the short stay and the long-term measures of the residents who made moderate to severe pain. The removal of these measures is related to the nationwide opioid epidemic, epidemic, 
and CMS is concerned that a quality measure on pain may inappropriately contribute to a facility's decision to seek opioid pain management interventions. Back in March, CMS announced the changes to Nursing Home Compare that include a plan to recalibrate the quality thresholds every six months. The plan was to increase thresholds at least 50% of the rate of improvement for the previous six months. So, for example, if the rate of improvement was 2%, the quality measure threshold will increase by 1%. CMS has announced that this recalibration will begin in April 2020. CMS states that increasing thresholds every six months, they will, one, encourage continuous improvement, and two, avoid implementing significant unscheduled threshold changes in the future. Click here for the Quality, Safement, and Oversight Group memo announcing the April 2020 implementation. The, the, original, the original QSO memo from March is available here. The five-star rating system technical user guide is available here. Lastly, nursing home comparator updates will take place on a slightly adjusted scale over the next few months due to the holidays. <clears throat> updates will occur as it follows. October 23rd, December 4th, and January 29th. In February, updates will resume to the regular schedule of the last Wednesday of every month. Nursing home citations data. Leading Age Wisconsin created a state comparative data report on nursing home citations. Click here for the report. Hazardous Aries Ensuring They Comply The Life Safety Code has long required a special protections for hazardous areas. Locations commonly considered under this designation are storage rooms, soiled utility rooms, boiler rooms, laboratories, and bulk laundry areas. For existing hazardous areas in place prior to May 2016, the requirements include enclosure of the space with one-hour fire resistance rated construction. If the room is provided with sprinkler protection, the enclosure is not required to be rated, but should be limiting the passage of smoke. Doors shall be soft-closing and positive latching. They must be self-closing. In rooms constructed or transformed into hazardous areas after May of 2016, the requirements are similar. However, the one-hour enclosure of the room or space is required and cannot be with the sprinkler protection unless it is a storage space less than 100 square feet. Prior to the adoption of the 2012 edition of the Life Safety Code, organizations often found themselves in trouble if they converted an existing office, sleeping room, or other space into a storage room. The conversion changed the use of the room and therefore triggered the provisions for new construction in the Life Safety Code. However, such rooms usually did not have a one-hour rated enclosure. If identified during it, it was often a surprise to learn that a simple reallocation of the space would lead to a survey deficiency. The adoption of the 2012 edition of the Life Safety Code provided potential relief to organizations who were converting existing into storage areas. The 2012 edition included a new chapter, Chapter 43, titled Building Rehabilitation, that clarifies the requirements applicable when implementing repairs, renovations, changes of use, or even an occupancy type. In particular, Section 2 provides guidance on the requirements around converting existing into newly designed hazardous areas. Essentially, a one-hour enclosure of the newly created hazardous area is not necessary 
if the following criteria are met. One, the area is not greater than 250 square feet. Two, the room being converted to a location used for storage, including repair shops. And three, the building is fully sprinklered. This provision in Chapter 43 provides much more flexibility when reallocating space and developing additional storage locations, a common practice in the buildings where storage space is scarce. All door provisions for headers areas still apply. As always, knowledge of the applicable codes and standards is your best tool for ensuring compliance. You can purchase a copy of the Life Safety Code NFPA online. And now for the Assisted Living and Supportive Living section of eNews. Linda Kavorik to present at Leading Age Illinois Assisted Living Boot Camp 1.0. Join Linda Kavorik, RN, HFSN, Division Chief, and Senior Public Service Administrator at the Illinois Department of Public Health's Division of Assisted Living and attorneys from Pulsinelli as they present the latest issues that affect senior living providers at the AL Boot Camp 1.0 on November 12th and 13th in Woodbridge, Illinois. It's a great opportunity to ask experts questions regarding the latest regulatory and legal topics that will impact you. 2020 and board increases for supportive living program. Beginning January 1st, 2020, the room and board amounts for supportive living will increase based on the 2020 social security increases. Single occupancy apartments will increase to $693 and double occupancy apartments will increase to $497.50 per person. And now for the housing section of the Leading Age Illinois e-news. Leading Age Illinois HUD member conference call set for November 20th. Please join us at the next Leading Age Illinois HUD member update with Leading Age staff, November 20th from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Linda Couch, Vice President of Housing, and Colleen Bloom, Director for Housing Operations at Leading Age, will lead this one-hour conference call. There will be time for discussion and Q&A among the group. After the national updates, we would like to hear your input on the 2020 Leading Age Illinois Priorities and Work Plan for Senior Housing. If you would like to participate in the call, please RSVP to Jason Speaks, that is at jspeaks at leadingageil.org. New member of Congress makes a Partners in Quality visit. A new member of the U.S. Congress was a special visitor at a member community recently in Barrington. Margie Michalewski, manager of Greencastle of Barrington and the residents and staff, recently hosted U.S. Representative Sean Caston, a Democrat out of the 6th District located in Barrington. It was the second partisan quality visit he has had since taking office in January. And it was also the second visit he has had this month at a Leading Age Illinois member community. The Barrington community is an embraced living community. Susan Sinnerson, EVP slash COO, and Dave Opitz, Senior Director of Mission Services, has been instrumental in educating legislators at the state and federal levels throughout each year by hosting legislative visits at Embrace Communities. An avid piano player, Representative Caston treated residents and staff to a performance after addressing them on issues that are important to them. If you are interested in hosting a Partners in Quality visit, please contact Jason Speaks at jspeaks at leadingageil.org. 
10 Things to Know About Radford Pratt QuickCast. Leading Age is offering members a free 8-minute QuickCast that provides an overview of HUD's newest housing preservation tool, Radford Pratt. And now for the Home and Community-Based Services section of the Leading Age Illinois e-newsletter. HCBS Cabinet to hold opening meeting November 12th. Please join us Tuesday, November 12th for the next Home and Community-Based Services Cabinet meeting at Leading Age Illinois in Lyle. Lunch will be provided. This meeting is open to all HCBS members. At the meeting, we will discuss the 2020 Leading Age Illinois HCBS Priorities and Work Plan. Your input is needed. Please RSVP to Jason Speaks at jspeaks at leadingageil.org. We look forward to seeing you November 12th. OIG Work Plan Update The Office of the Inspector General keeps information on their work plan and their website with their projects, including audits and evaluations that are underway or planned, to be addressed during the fiscal year and beyond by the OIG's Office of Audit Services and Office of Evaluation and Inspections. The work plan website is updated monthly. In the October update, a new report on hospice was added entitled Review of Hospice Inpatient and Aggregate Cap Calculations. This report is expected in 2020. In light of MedPAC's discussion on the hospice aggregate cap at their meeting earlier this month, this will be an issue that we will be watching very closely in the coming months. Member issues highlighted highlighted during Partners in Quality visit. A key legislator was hosted at a member community last week, which allowed the opportunity for important leading age Illinois issues to be discussed. Bill Lowe, President and CEO of Chicago Methodist Senior Services and residents and staff hosted Senator Heather Staines, a Democrat from the 7th District in Chicago. She is a member of the Senate Human Services Committee and the chair of the Special Committee in the Senate on the Oversight of Medicaid Managed Care. She has been an Illinois General Assembly member since 2008. Kirk Riva represented Leading Age Illinois at the visit, along with Matt Werner, a Medicaid consultant for Leading Age Illinois. Each, along with Chicago Methodist staff, presented issues to the Senator and had a discussion on Medicaid. Leading Age Illinois will continue to meet with the Senator as veto session nears. Your education calendar. October 24th, we will have Assess Your Quality and Use It to Show Value and Make Service Delivery Changes webinar. November 12th and 13th is the Assisted Living Boot Camp in Woodridge. November 13th is the Private Duty Symposium in Naperville. November 21st is the Value-Based Contracting and iSNPs webinar. And January through December, you can subscribe to our webinars. Please save the date for these following dates. December 11th, 10 Digital Marketing and Sales Trends to Watch for 2020. January 15th of 2020, Employment and Labor Law Update, a webinar. January 22nd, HIPAA Hazards and Social Media Snafus, a webinar. And March 17th through 19th, 2020, the annual Meeting an expo for Leading Age Illinois in Schaumburg. Did you miss any webinars this year? All 2019 webinars have been recorded and the recordings are available for purchase at a reduced rate. 
From PDPM to marijuana to biometrics to managed care, all recordings are available to purchase here. Use them to train your staff. Need resources at your fingertips? Click here to view the members-only resource library for a variety of toolkits and information. And that concludes this week's Leading Age Illinois e-news. For all of our full stories and to access the links mentioned in these stories, please visit our website at www.leadingageil.org.